Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 96. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we present a question that you might be wrestling with or others might be wrestling with, and we try to find a biblical answer to that question. And here in the last few weeks, we've been looking specifically at the whole issue of questions that are related to the issue of getting our focus back on the Lord and renewing that desire that we have for him. So we try to address questions here on the podcast that you wouldn't normally find the answer for in a morning message, in a Bible study, or even in Sunday school. And we try to answer those questions here. So as I mentioned, we're trying to look at some questions that are really relevant to this whole issue of you and I getting our desire back to the Lord and having a recommitted relationship with him. And so last week we looked at the question about what was the difference between confession and repentance. So this week we're actually going to build on that. We're going to build on the whole issue of repentance and look at another issue that kind of arises out of the circumstances in which we find ourselves in when we're confronted with our sin. So I want to remind you, first of all, about what Jesus said was one of his purposes in coming to this world before he went to the cross to die for you and I. It is recorded in Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Luke records these words of Jesus when he says, I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Now, if you remember last week, we looked at that whole issue of repentance. And repentance is a changing of one's mind that results in the changing of of one's actions. So it's the changing of one's mind concerning sin and the offenses that we create against God and changing our action and our character to reflect our newfound faith in Christ. So I just want to make some points here, first of all, about that call to repentance, okay? First of all, the Lord wants us to be serious about dealing with our sin. Bottom line. The Lord wants us to be serious about dealing with our sin. That comes, first of all, from the very heart of the whole message of the Bible in that sin entered into the world through Adam, brought about condemnation for all of humankind, and God in his grace sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us, that sin might be taken care of for those who have faith in his finished work. So sin is a very serious issue, and we are called to deal with our sin. Now, here's the second thing I want you to see about this call 
to repentance. The exposure of our sin results typically in emotional brokenness. The exposure of our sin results typically in emotional brokenness. Now, when I say emotional brokenness, I'm not talking about just crying about the fact that you got caught sinning, because sometimes there are folks who do not express their emotions outwardly, but they do have some very strong emotions going on inwardly. The fact of the matter is, is that when you and I have had our sin exposed, it's going to result in some type of emotional brokenness. And we're used to seeing that. Now, here's the third thing I want you to see. Sadly, simple remorse and true repentance appear to be similar at first. Simple remorse and true repentance appear to be similar at first. But we're going to find out later that they're not the same and the outcomes of them are completely different. We're going to see that here in a moment. So here's today's question. Here's the question that we're going to wrestle with today. What is the difference between repentance and remorse? What is the difference between repentance and remorse? And my friends, that is a very important question for you and I, and especially if we deal with others concerning the issue of sin in their life. So we're going to begin, first of all, talking about what is remorse? What is remorse? And so I have several points I want to make here. First of all is simply a textbook definition of remorse. If you were to open up your dictionary, this is what you would find, or if you were to Google it. Remorse is deep regret or guilt for a wrong committed. Remorse is deep regret or guilt for a wrong committed. And that's the natural reaction for everyone. When they are exposed doing wrong, there is regret. There is guilt. But there's a little bit more that you and I need to understand about remorse. Here, here's the next thing. Remorse is often the initial response when someone is confronted about their sin. Usually you don't have somebody who says, who are you to judge me or whatever. That, that is a response. But for the most part, most people, when they are caught and their sins are exposed, especially in the moment of when they are exposed... There usually is a form of remorse. Remorse is often that initial response when someone is confronted about their sin. But here's the thing. At first, remember I told you, remorse and repentance appear to be the same. However, what we're going to see here now about having remorse is going to show you that it's not the same as repentance. What do you mean? Well, here's the third point. Remorse is often for the moment and not long-lasting. Remorse is often for the moment. It's usually a reaction from sin being exposed. It usually takes place maybe over the first day, first couple of days, even the first week, maybe a month. But the reality is, is that after a while, when everything gets back to normal, the remorse disappears. 
In fact, here's the next point I want you to see. Remorse does not produce the fruit of change in a person's life. Simply because someone is remorseful about their sin does not mean that they're going to change. You and I have seen that often in confronting people, especially those who are struggling with addiction issues. There is remorse about what they're engaged in, but that remorse does not necessarily lead to a change of behavior. And here's the final thing you're going to see. Remorse seeks to settle the issue quickly and get back to a sense of normalcy get back to a sense of normal. Remorse seeks to settle the issue quickly and get back to a sense of normal. This was something that I was exposed to early in my ministry as a pastor. I remember being involved in a situation where someone was confronted by another individual concerning a sin that they had committed. And this person who was confronted expressed remorse concerning what they had done, and it was something that deeply offended and hurt the other person. So they expressed remorse and asked for forgiveness. And then as time went on, a few months later, the person who had been hurt, naturally so, is still struggling with what happened. And they still mentioned it. And the person who, quote, expressed remorse and asked for forgiveness, their comment was, is why do they keep bringing this up? We just need to move on. Well, that right there in itself revealed that what had taken place that night before, several months before, was simply remorse at being caught, not repentance. Why? Because when you truly repent, you recognize that you've done something wrong against the other person, and you don't blow it off. You don't try to get back to normalcy like nothing happened before. But remorse does. Remorse ends up being in that place. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at the scripture here, and there's a key story that we're going to see in the Old Testament that reveals the difference between remorse and repentance. What do you mean? Well, there is a difference, and we're going to see it in the life of Saul especially in his actions towards David. And so if we go all the way over the 1 Samuel chapter 24, that is where David is running from Saul. Saul is out to get him. They're hiding in a cave. Saul goes into the cave to use the facility, so to speak. David has the opportunity to kill him, but he doesn't. Saul leaves the cave. David then follows him out and says, my lord, the king, I had the opportunity to kill you, but I didn't. And, you know, why are you chasing after me? So we pick up in verse 16 through verse 22, and you listen to Saul's response. So it was that when David had finished speaking these words to Saul, that Saul said, Is this your voice, my son David? Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Then he said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have rewarded me with good, whereas I have rewarded you with evil. And you have shown me this day how you have dealt well with me, when, for when the Lord delivered me into your hand, you did not kill me. 
For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him get away safely? Therefore, may the Lord reward you with good for what you have done to me this day. And now I know indeed that you shall surely be king, and the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your hand. Therefore, swear now to me by the Lord that you will not cut off my descendants after me, and you will not destroy my father's name from my father's house. So David swore to Saul, and Saul went home, and David and his men went up to the stronghold. Wow, powerful story. Looks like Saul's repenting. Looks like Saul's truly sorry. He's going to go and leave David alone from wanting to kill him. Well, if you go on to chapter 26 now, and you come to verse 2, you see something completely different. Then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having 3,000 chosen men of Israel with him to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. Now, folks, we know from the text, from the context of the passage, he's not looking for David to invite him to a picnic. He's looking for David to kill him. What's going on here? I thought he had expressed remorse and repentance back in chapter 24. Well, he expressed remorse, but nothing has changed with regards to his mindset of killing David, nor with his mindset of changing his behavior. So he's out to get David again. Now, it's interesting when you read a little bit further in chapter 26, again, the Lord gives David an opportunity to kill Saul but David doesn't take that. And again, he presents himself to Saul, explains that he had the opportunity to kill him, and he didn't. And again, we come to verse 21 through 25, and we see Saul's, again, response. Listen to what the passage says. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will harm you no more. Because my life was precious in your life eyes today. Indeed, I have played the fool and erred exceedingly. And David answered and said, Here is the king's spear. Let one of your young men come over and get it. May the Lord repay every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. And the Lord delivered, for the Lord delivered you into my hand today. And I did not stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. Indeed, your life was valued much more this day in my eyes. So let my life be valued in Europe, be valued in the eyes of the Lord, and let him deliver me out of tribulation. And Saul said to David, May you be blessed, my son David. You shall do great things and also still prevail. So David went his way. Saul returned to his place. Wow, it looks like finally we're, we're at the place. He's again expressing brokenness about what he's done. He's asking for blessing. He's even inviting David to come back to him. Well, then we come to chapter 27. Now, in the first three verses of chapter 27, you see that David finally has decided, you know what, it ain't safe for me to stay around here. I'm going to go somewhere and get away from him. I'm going to go over to the Philistines. Now, you say, well, wait a minute now. Hold on, David. Saul said everything's going to be okay. He wants you to come back to him. Well, look at verse 4 of chapter 27. And it was told Saul 
that David had left to Gath. So he sought him no more. What does that mean, he sought him no more? Well, it goes back to the whole context of the passage. Saul's trying to get David to kill him. Nothing has changed. So what was going on again in chapter 26 there and all that Saul was saying? Folks, that was nothing more than remorse. That was not repentance. So I just want to give you three thoughts here. Three thoughts about the difference between repentance and remorse. Here they are. While they appear to be the same at first, there is a definite difference between them. While they appear to be the same. Why? Because there's some kind of an emotional brokenness. While, they're, while they definitely look the same, there's definitely a difference definitely a difference. And we talked about that already with regards to what we see about remorse. Okay. Here's the second thing. Time ultimately reveals what true repentance is and what is simply remorse. So time, time's going to reflect that. And we see that. We see that here in the passage with Saul. He was just simply remorseful. How do you know? Just give it a little bit of time and he's out to kill David again. It's the same thing with other people. So they've been exposed in their sin and they're remorseful. They're broken emotionally. But how do you know if they're truly repentant? Time reveals that. Time reveals that. And then here's the third thing. True repentance results in a change in behavior and character. True repentance results in a change in behavior and character. Remember, we talked about this last week from Matthew's gospel in the third chapter, verse 8. John the Baptist is speaking to the Pharisees. He's speaking to the people there. And he's saying to them, bear fruits worthy of repentance. What does that mean? Just don't simply come and say you've sinned, but bear fruits that come out of that confession. Change. Bear something in your life. That's what we see here. Okay, George, so let's let's wrap this up. What's the point here? Well, the point is you and I are called to repentance. Now, folks, that's more than just being emotionally broken over your sin. It means... We're called to deal with our sin and to change our behavior and our character. And God will help us do that. But if you're simply wanting to, quote, deal with your sin so you can get back to normal but not really change, I'm telling you right now, that's simply remorse. Simply remorse. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. And so each week we try to answer questions with regards to what you are dealing with, what you're wrestling with, and we try to bring you a biblical answer. And especially here over these next few weeks, we're trying to deal with the whole issue of how to regain our desire for the Lord. You say, George, I have a question. How can I get that to you? Well, there's three ways you can get your question to me. First of all, if you attend a service here at Kerwinsville Christian Church, you just simply need to write a question down, throw it in the offering plate, or hand it to me or hand it to one of our leaders and they'll make sure that I get it. And we'll look at it and see if we can answer it here on the podcast. 
While I'm mentioning our church, if you're listening and you are living in the Kerwinsville, Clearfield area, and you don't have a church home, we would encourage you to come visit us here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church. We're located at 700 State Street, Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. Our service starts at Sunday morning at 1045. You don't have to worry about how you dress. We're a come-as-you-are church. But we would be excited if you would come and meet with God's people as we worship the Lord and be encouraged in your walk with Jesus. There's a second way you can get a question to us. If you're on Facebook, you simply need to go to facebook.com slash Podcast, And we would encourage you to like the page, but you can direct message us through that page or write on our wall and we'll get your question. The final way that you can get a hold of us is simply to go to our church website, KerwinsvilleChristian.org, go to the contact page. You'll see a form there that will be can be used to contact us. And you just need to write out your question, submit that, and we'll get your question here at the church. Next week, we're going to continue in this whole discussion of confession and repentance, and we're going to take the question one step further now. We've looked at the difference between confession and repentance. We've looked at the difference between remorse and repentance. Now we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about confession because confession is key to repentance. It's part of it. So here's the question we're going to wrestle with next week. What does it mean to confess my sin? What does it mean to confess my sin? Until next week, take care.